A Tour to Switzerland by William Theodore Parks Read for LibriVox.org Said she, The Parkinsons have gone, and all the Dooleys, too. The McCreartys and the Dunns and Mrs. Old McHugh. The Daleys and Fitzpatricks, with all their kin and kinds, have mounted crumpled papers on all their window blinds. Ah, stop that old piano, you ding it all the day. It's only when your pupils are here you make it pay. And all your pupils' parents and all their kin and kinds have all got crumpled papers on all their cotton blinds. He stopped the old piano, and, What of that? said he. Regarding which, we'll have to do exact the same, said she. For if we don't, we'll be the talk for many a day to come, that when all others went abroad, the Zazzles kept at home. It's positively foolish. Affects your daughter's hopes. Well, there, said he, go pack the trunk. I'll tie it with the ropes. And you discharge the servant the moment that you find she's pinned the crumpled papers on all the cotton blind, and put the gossip on her tongue for Switzerland we sail, the morrow in the Dover boat what brings the foreign mail, and say it's also secret by shings, but she will blow the news around the town until the all the people know. The Dover boat had started when, lo, prospecting round, a man upon the windows those crumpled papers found. Hello, said he, such houses are always left for me, and crept into the fanlight and foraged round with glee. He stole away the silver, he stole away the clocks, he augured out the secret of the children's savings box. He laughed, and he did chuckle, and cackling, ha, said he, the men who leave their houses thus are men who toil for me. Alas, that in my ballads I have to tune my song to many flats and minors, to show where sharps go wrong. He donned a suit next morning, and sought an auctioneer. I'm ordered out to China, so hearken and look here. Bring up your ivory hammer to the house, where you will see the blinds and crumpled papers, and cant the lot for me. He auctioned off the carpets, the suites of every room. He canted to a builder the villa for its doom. He made him sign a docket to take down every brick, within the shortest notice, so he commenced it quick. They first upset the chimneys, and then unstitched the slates. They lifted off the rafters, and rooted out the grates. The door and window casings they took in several halls, and carted off the debris of bricks that made the walls. At length, a workman picking with crowbar in the rear, let fall his pipe in terror, his knees went loose with fear. A chill of woe, electric, begirt his heart like lead. He found a row of corpses, and every corpse was dead. I've sketched him with the crowbar and falling pipe to show his awful fright, and sorrow the fact is such a blow might paralyze his senses, unfit him for his trade. I hope some kindly ladies will have collections made, but yet a glamoured beauty was on them all so nice, he felt like pins and needles in glass of strawberry ice. He shambled round a corner. Oh, constable, he said, I've found a row of corpses, and every corpse is dead. I like that honest fellow, though poor with eye forlorn, said he. Oh, Mr. Policeman, I wish I wasn't born. I've sought again to sketch him above their ghastly rest. He indicates a label on every corpse's breast. Twas down an empty cellar below the bottle shelves. They looked as they were sleeping, in fact. They looked themselves. The daughters of Herr Zazel, the wife of Zazel, and the policeman asked for Zazel. Was he in Switzerland? The oldest native answered a deputating clutch of specials that there never before did happen such, and so they wrote sensations, and from the civic band a posse of detectives went scoot for Switzerland. The crowner's morgue was opened, the jurymen were caught, and every man protested, although he didn't ought, they went to view the corpses. Mein Gott, what's them? said one. Whatever has there happened, what's been and gone and done? I couldn't spare the money a wave me, so many, and so thinks I, I'll mesmer them all. I won't bring any. 
I wraps em up mit labels what's tied upon them there, when I comes home to wake em and sorts em up mit care. I was in my purse, only the cash enough to stand for what you calls von single man away in Switzerland, and so I mesmerized my wife, my daughters, von by von, and now I'll wake em all, and then by shings you see me run. He party pumped his arms, he made a maze of passes, with flashing eyes of flame that lit his pince-nez glasses. He clawed with his phalanges as he were going to seize some hidden ghost, when, lo, at length, his wife began to sneeze. His wife commenced the sneezing. The girls took up the cue. Now Zimi run, or you will find too mush for me to do. He cried, and off he started, and took the tram for home, when, peering through the twilight of autumn's evening gloam, he saw a shocking poster that curdled up his blood, this ground to let for building, on which his house had stood. He laughed a weird and woeful, idiotic laugh at fate. He took a second tram-car and sought a barber straight, and sitting down he uttered a low despairing groan, I'm what you calls for bedlam, so shaves me to the bone. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.